Hey, how's it going? It's Keith Townsend, and you're listening to another The Spear, where we bring the noise. We are the noise. We are the noise. That needs to be filtered. Then, oh, yeah, so, yeah, adjust accordingly. <laughs> so, Mark, we have the Troyers with us. Yeah, we do. In this episode. We're still at, in Indy. Still at Indy V-Mug. And last recording of the day. That's recording of the day, hopefully. This is where we usually talk nonsense. But yeah. <laughs> Which I, I guess... The last year we did this and it turned into a podcast about nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's see what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I'm, I might be vaguely insulted. Are we the signal or the noise? Huh. That's a good question. Uh, you know, we need to be filtered into the signal. <laughs> yes, so. That's an interesting thought, John. How about another? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... The Troyers are a husband-wife team that runs... What's the official business thing? There's Tech Reckoning. Is that the, is that the official business? Like the, you mean like what's on the corporate paper? Yeah. The corporate paper is it's called Jigsaw Solutions. Oh. And that was initially Inc. my... Yeah. Jigsaw Solutions. Jigsaw Solutions, Inc. Yes, I've, I should <laughs> practice what I preach, right? Um, <laughs> that was originally my... Um, my HR consulting and coaching uh, practice that I started in 2003. And then when John left VMware in 2014, he started doing some consulting. So he asked me if he could run his business through Jigsaw, and I said sure, since we were already already had the structure. And then we've kind of evolved a couple years later to uh, working together with Tech Reckoning. Mm -hmm. So for people who don't know, what exactly do you guys do? So uh, we do a few too many things, but let's try to go through them. So um, we do. Uh, so Tech Reckoning is both a, kind of an influencer and technologist-facing property that's currently a little bit on hiatus. But uh, sometimes we work with influencers. We work with the technical community. I spent uh, eight and a half years at VMware working with the technical community, working managing the community, starting the V Expert program, working with advocates and influencers in the in the VMware ecosystem. So, um, so the Tech Reckoning is brand is kind of that is kind of over in that space, and some of the stuff we do. Tech Reckoning Studio officially, I guess, is the consulting arm. So, but most of what we do is we work with vendors. We work with vendor technology companies in the ecosystem, and we help them work with their geeks. Right? We help them work with their influencers, their advocates. We help them build community. Uh, we have a number of uh, people we work with actually here at Indie Vmug. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's it's generally uh, we work try to work with products that are really good, so they're actually kind of interesting. So uh, we tr we we make sure that it's not too much marketing fluff, and actually get folks uh, bring folks like actual interesting pieces of technology and create relationships. Yeah, we really try to focus on working with the clients and showing them the importance of the long term relationship. Yeah, we also have a, another entity called the Influence Marketing Council, and that's actually vendors that come together, people who work in these areas, kind of a vendor group, a vendor community itself. Uh, that's not quite consulting, but uh, but we do that. And then Cat also does some career coaching and some uh, operational management and um, senior executive, executive yeah. leadership coaching mm -hmm. as well. So Cat can't get too far from her origins. You know, me and Melissa started the CTO advisor just over a year ago, or around a year ago of this recording and Kat and John have been kind enough to offer uh, advice that has been tremendously helpful so I we really appreciate that uh, and I thought it would be great if we ha uh, have you guys on so we can share this with the larger community that might be thinking about starting anything it could be 
something in technology, as you guys have started and me and Melissa started it. Or it can be uh, just, you know, a mom-and-pa shop of uh, uh, selling cigars. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I thought a lot of the perspective you guys had on uh, starting a business as a husband-wife team just really should resonate across, I think, industries and great examples. Yeah. So since you guys work together, what are the biggest challenges that you guys have faced as a married couple because you work together? <laughs> there have been a few, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, How long is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it does. It, it, changes, it changes the nature of the relationship mm-hmm. in that you're both working uh, in a business together and collaboratively rather than, uh, um, rather than both having separate jobs. So you, so in that fun, that fundamental thing where you can, I, I, you know, at VMware had a lovely experience, but you know there are days when you come back from your job and you're like, honey, I had the worst day at work. My <laughs> boss was an asshole. Uh, you know, my coworkers are are, are, are bugging me. You know, it's I'm, it's impossible. Uh, I don't know if I can do it. And your spouse can. Be, oh dear, I'm so sorry. That sounds horrible. But I'm sure you'll do. I'm sure you'll do great. Yeah. I can prop you up. I believe in you, sweetheart. But. Uh, uh, in this in this uh, in this scenario right now, I can't come in and say, "Boy, my coworkers." I, I can't really say <laughs> that's that. my business partner, man. She is. She oh, was off God. the rails today. She does not know. I don't know about day. this. I don't know about this new business part. I don't know if this is going to work out. You know, so it's been it's been challenging. I mean, really challenging adjusting to that. Uh, and we find that probably about quarterly, we have a little flare up, right? Honestly. Uh, but uh, I think that in the long run, uh, we're stronger. Because we've really, I mean, we had good communication from the get-go. We were together for 14 years before we started working together. But um, the last four years have probably had the most challenges in our in our own personal relationship because we've, it's been a pretty steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, and we don't actually have children. So yeah. I, and in some ways, I imagine this is like, uh, you know, when you do have children, you have to learn how to jointly work together to raise them, right? Mm. Uh, who does the work? How do you allocate it? What's fair? How do you support each other? Uh, when things go wrong, how do you fix it? You know, that sort of thing. I can imagine one of the biggest challenges I think of would be how do you know when to stop working? <laughs> right? Working, you're, you're working. It could seem like you're always working. Yeah, that, we that's to, been one of them for sure. Yeah, we talked to Rebecca Fitzhugh at the conference too, and she was saying that she was a freelancer in her early 20s and, you know, work. Work is just life. Right. You know, it, it just never, you know, this concept of 95 never really ended so you know are you guys at the movie theater like plotting out the next yeah, the next uh, take over the, the world next, yeah. like the next <laughs> like what's the shutoff point if if there is one well we have a couple of rules uh one of the rules is no talking about finances once we are actually in bed so uh this came about because there was one night where we were, we got into bed late. You know, we've been working all evening, and I turned to Cat and said, "You know, Cat, I'm not sure what the bank balance is or when that check is going to come in." Mm. And then he started to snore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ran a business with Melissa, and that would not have been a good idea. Yeah. Right, and yeah. and I'm up like, you know. <laughs> like, oh, God, do it. God, not able to like, sleep. What do you, what do you mean? You can't, you can't <laughs> just drop that bomb and right. walk away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, we do try to shut off kind of stressful or kind of decision-making conversations in the evening. I don't know, any other rules that we have or any other times when it comes in? 
I think when things come up, you have to talk them through. Uh, you know, and and there's there's also a an element of right timing. Um, I I tend to be uh, to run a little hotter than John, so uh, sometimes you know I'll say I want to talk to you about this, but I can't do it right now because mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say things that. I'm going to regret later if I don't take time to go practice some mindfulness and take some deep breaths and, and, and chill out a little bit before we can approach the challenge. Yeah. So I, I, that, that brings up an interesting perspective. I think I want to do it, delve into the financial piece a, a little bit more, like dealing with financial issues. But specifically this thing that this, this communication that you guys are learning to, to go through, I can talk to my workmate in one fashion and kind of leave that at work. Mm-hmm. But you guys can't really do that. Can you, you can't say, look, you are or can, a... Or can, or can you? Or, you know, you... Like, Mark, I can say, Mark, you're a-hole, man. I know. Just, can't help you, it. you are. <laughs> and I won't see him until the next time we podcast. Right. Well, like, you can't... Like, how does that dynamic work? Like, you, you can release stress with coworkers like that, but you can't yeah. really with your spouse, I, mean, I would imagine. Can you firewall it off? Yeah. Right? Well, the nice thing is that Kat has a history in HR and in, in HR, right? And in, so and she can people. fire you. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is the boss. It is her corporation. She owns most of it. I mean, I'm, I, would, I would be doing this podcast a disservice and by saying that I haven't thought, you know, on multiple occasions, well, maybe maybe it's time to separate the to separate the corporate entities. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, I don't think it makes a, a difference. difference. Yeah. It really, you know, right. I mean, that's that's where that's I'm not at. The core that's where I'm at today, challenge. sweetie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, where I was going with yeah. that was, you know, in your HR practice, yeah. you learned how to have difficult conversations yeah. and very honest conversations. In fact, that's what you were known for that's in your corporate work. That's how I roll. Work. I can't I can't do fake. Mm. Um, and I, you know, my clients call me in when when teams are broken down and uh, we have to have, you know, we have to sit down and say, okay, we're gonna have an uncomfortable conversation now. So take a few breaths and let's do this and let's let's find some solutions. So, you know, we, yeah. you've and gotten, you've, you've developed some skills yeah, there, you John. Brought that, you brought yeah. that skill into our relationship and our marriage, actually. And mm-hmm. it's actually, uh, it's strengthened the way that we communicate in an open way in our marriage, right? You do have to sometimes have diff- these difficult conversations. So from that perspective, uh, you know, it, it's actually helped. It's helped. It's helped the relationship because, again, we've we've had to have honest communication because, uh, you know, it's a work relationship and a and a marriage relationship. So, speaking of honest communications, like finances is one of those things that it's a tough conversation to have at times. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's not enough money, or even when there's too much money. Like there's, there's no such thing. <laughs> there's technically not a thing. But like when the call for when when times are good, they're great. And there's this planning of like what to do with the money, or there's this planning about what to do about not having enough yeah. of the money, which is like common problems every marriage. Yeah, that's a marriage. That's problem. a marriage that's a, problem. A life problem. But when it becomes like, you know, you can tell. Uh, John, you know what, John, you need to quit VMware because they're not paying you enough money. Mm-hmm. Me and Melissa have to go through the, the difficult conversation of, okay, when do we shut down a CTO advisor because not that it's not paying enough money, but there's better opportunities out there. Right. Like, how do you guys have that, that conversation of when mm-hmm. is it time to, to tell Tech Reckoning I quit or mm-hmm. 
tech reckoning, you need to really pick it up. Like mm -hmm. what? Well, in, in general, we haven't had much trouble with the spending conversation. We've tried to be pretty lean. I have some equipment, but I haven't gone nuts on the video equipment or the, or the audio equipment. I don't have a you know a ten thousand dollar recording studio. Although I'd like one, I, I do that. Yeah, <laughs> I hope I hope Melissa isn't listening to that right now. So I haven't bought too much gear, um, and and you know we we we, we travel and we, I mean so I think the spending conversation has been reasonable in terms of the business. But no, we've we've had to look. We have some red lines that we've that we've that we've touched. You know, we we look at the income and we've. We have some red lines that we don't want to go go below, um, and so it's something we actively monitor. As a small business, a small growing business, we actively monitor that. I think right now we probably need to refocus on a few other lines lines of business. But the consult, we love our clients; they're doing well. You know, we're having fun that way. But uh, and that is, you know, the yeah. bread and butter of our earnings right now. Yeah. So yeah, we're grateful for that. But you know, we we definitely it's something we actually have to as a small as a small business, not as a husband and wife, but as a small business, we have to look at our cash flow extremely carefully mm -hmm. and then then you know all small businesses have to decide that you know when would be time to uh, supplement or do something else or what's working and what's not working or well, that sort of thing. Anytime you go into business for yourself it's re a really good idea to have a little bit of a cushion right because mm. it takes a while for the income to match the expenditures right you have, you, you have to make some investments in the company so that's that's really important to think about before Starting this, especially yeah. if you're leaving a career where you Absolutely. used to, you know, making, paychecks yeah. that just always come. Especially career and money just shows right? up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I gotta add that it's not just in, uh, making sure that you have income to match, but cash flow is like, yes. oh um, my goodness! I mean, yeah. uh, is that John? We, we we have some common some customers yes. in common that you know their their policy is we'll pay you 65 days after the third. Red moon of the year. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like I, you I, they we'll, pay you we'll get a, you'll get a check when we get a check. And if, if, yeah. if you have too much of your income coming from them, they can really torpedo your business. No, yeah. The, the first year that we that that we really sat down and, and John said, "I need you. I need you to help me here." Mm -hmm. And we um, we hired uh, we hired Amy White, who is our uh, lead project manager, who's amazing. Who's Randomly in like the most beautiful parts of the world yeah. right now. She's doing a lot of travel. Yeah, she's like, doing a lot of travel. She's she's she's. We're so lucky to have her. Yeah. Um, but we had a client that uh, one of the big ones uh, that was supposed to pay us in 30s. You know, I think we 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 had a net 45 agreement with them, and we had invoices that were out six months, and we paid her net 15. Yeah. Which. Uh, so that was that was super. That was I mean I remember when we were going through that. That was pretty challenging. Yeah, that same client just lost a PO for two and a half months. But anyway, yeah. they found it again. <laughs> um, so, but, but we also had a shift in how they pay us, which works out better for us. Yeah. So yeah, cash flows. I mean, as a consult, if anybody's interested in starting consulting, right, the biggest thing for me was remembering that you, you at the same time you're you're executing on an engagement, you have to be looking for new engagements. So uh, I kept I kept doing having a lot of fun working with uh, clients, right. and then all of a sudden you realize, well, wait a minute, I got to find some new clients. That this this gig is over. And Keith, I think that's something you've talked about before. That yeah. You had challenges with making sure you were cultivating that pipeline as you were doing that work. Yeah, the, and I think one of the things that uh, we've gotten advice from you guys about is dealing with the anxiety of, like when it's just your business and you compart you can, like even as a small business owner, you're not a couple, doing it together, you can compartmentalize that aspect of it. But 
your spouse sees the pipeline. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, you might say, oh, you know what? It generally, it'll work itself out. But if your spouse is, you know, not as confident, that can cause some friction. Yeah. Look, look. Having trust has been uh, a huge uh, piece for us. Trusting, uh, trusting that the money's going to come in. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and when it doesn't, trusting that when we take money of our savings to pay our people, mm -hmm. that we'll be able to put it back in. So trusting, trusting the processes is really, really uh, key, I think, for any entrepreneur. And I'll be flat honest, that was, uh, that was the nail in the coffin mm -hmm. for the CTO advisor. It, was, it wasn't that we didn't trust. It was that, that honestly never goes away. Yes. So uh, and 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 I think the one of the, the kind of inside small business minds and especially as a couple, you have to deal with. And I love to hear you guys' feedback on this. Is if you're the tolerance for risk for your business partner. So one business partner might be very risk tolerant. The other one may be very intolerant. But when you're husband and, and, and wife, that is even more complex because it impacts the person you love, Absolutely. Yep. Um, not just your business partner. Well, and you can turn what might be a dual income situation into a, into a mm -hmm. almost a single income. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we we try to we try to alternate who's nervous this month. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some there's some months when I'm like, oh, it'll come in, and and, and Kat's like, you know, how's it going? And there's other months when uh, when I'm like, honey, is this working? And she's and then she's the one that says, oh yeah, it's uh, I'm really I'm really excited about X, Y, or Z. But I will say, right, we're here in Indy, uh, Vmug, and we are um, giving a talk on mindfulness and careers, right? And a lot of times you teach what you need to learn. <laughs> so to learn. <laughs> we've had to deal with anxieties and unconscious mm -hmm. thoughts about money and about risk tolerance and about what we, what we really are doing the whole time through. So we've, we've worked a lot with trying not to be anxious and trying to make some you know, clear, not, not just instinctively respond emotionally, but, but make clear, uh, somewhat rational uh, reactions and, and uh, decisions. I will say I've had other business partners. Um, I've had uh, two other business partners. One in, in Jigsaw, the company that is the parent company of Tech Reckoning and the IMC, and uh, and then I also did a, a a group coaching company that was probably a little too idealistic. But I will say that I've never had a business partner have my back the way that John has my back. Mm. So trust is so important in business, and we trust each other implicitly in that. Thank, I'm thankful for that. Right, right. And we also have one, one cardinal rule. The very first rule of the business is marriage comes before the business. Yeah. Mm. I joke and say, well, we're committed to the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if, if things don't go right, we will, we'll stop. I mean, the marriage Absolutely. is more important to us than the business. We, if, you know, that, and that's, that's, our, that's our fundamental rule. And so, again, the, the full disclosure, that, that I love I still do the CTO advisor uh, on the side, but I love that business, but I love my marriage more than the business. And when I felt that the, the business could impact my marriage, that's when we said, you know what, time to say, ah, it was a great run, sour and hour. We may try you at another time, but I think what we've, what's sobering is that a lot of what we've talked about today just doesn't ever i mean even with the most successful business we we I talked to uh, 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 bipple uh who's uh, the billionaire 
uh, CEO of Rubric Inc., a, a unicorn, and it, you said, you know, I'm always worrying about something. Yeah. Um, different scale of worry, but the worry doesn't go away. So we talked about some of the challenges. Mm-hmm. What's, uh-huh. some of the, what's some of the good things? You know, it's pretty fun to travel with him and get to deliver talks. I mean, we're just starting to do that, but I am having so much fun doing that with you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. We get to work. Well, we spend, We work from home. We spend a lot of we time work together. together. <laughs> so we like each other. So that's good. <laughs> do you share the same office? Well, basically, well, it, when we have we have a small house, so when we have phone call, two phone calls at once, we have to go to different parts. We have to go to different ends of the house. But our desks are in the same office. Yeah. So we work together a lot. That's fun. We get to we get to be our own bosses. We get to choose how to spend their money. We get to choose our own budgets. We get to if we want to if we want to. Uh, you know, do something silly like order swag or, or new equipment. Or uh, we stayed in a very nice hotel downtown Indy, and that was our own travel policy. That was nobody else's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's fun collaborating. When it, you know, it's fun creating things together. Um, what are some of the other? It's fun hosting things. I, I think it strengthened our relationship. Yeah. That was going to be but, our next question. But I, that being said, I, I think I've had some of the most challenging, stressful periods in the last few years working with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, I would, if I was going to give advice to someone, to a, a couple that was thinking about starting a business together, I'd, I'd make sure that you've got some really good boundaries, some really good ground rules, and to really think about it. Because, you know, one of my, one of the fears that I have is I don't want this to impact my marriage. I am, I'm his number one fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, we've, we've managed pretty well, but it, but it, you know, it's been bumpy. Mm-hmm. There is kind of a secret club of, of husband and wives who work together, and when we find each other, like when you when you're, you we had you do run into each other, mm-hmm. everybody's eye you can see people <laughs> their, their eyes brighten up and they're like, oh, we need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we're talking, we're interviewing somebody or we're, we're having dinner with somebody, and it comes up and like they're like, oh, I, I used to work with my my spouse or I do work with my spouse. We should we should compare notes because I think it is challenging. I think. Uh, you know, uh, you do need to have you need to have healthy you need to have some healthy tools. You know, whether that's therapy or or, or church or, or communication styles or, or whatever, right? Or a lot of money, or, you know, whatever the, the <laughs> lots of money are. helps. Lots yeah. of money is good, but um, you know, because it is a stressor. I think it is a stressor, and I think, um, yeah, I think for most people, it is a, it is kind of a stressor also as well as a lot of the good parts that are there, though, right? It is really. A, a, it's, it's, it's well. It, it, it is analogous to having a child. You know, it's not the same thing at all. But yeah. uh, in I, actually, I actually have a child. I have three children, and I have the, so I have some perspective on like what it's like to have started something with uh, the wife as you know, which you you've birthed something. Uh, it's not a child, but you've birthed something, and then to have to give it up is a really. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still going through it. It's yeah. sobering. It, we're very confident in, in the decision. There's no questions about that. But there is the after effect. It's yeah. almost like a real, I mean, it is a real grief process, yeah. right? Yeah, and we, we haven't completely gone through it. And I've noticed just some bumps that we'll, we'll have to work through. But, you know, you had the, I think the, you, you, you had two kind of heights. The, the when we first started the business, the first week and a half, uh, we have no revenues, we have uh, no major new clients, but we're in Copenhagen uh, at the lakes, and it's a Wednesday afternoon during business hours, and we're at work, 
It yeah. is one of the most, you're, you're at work with a person you love, and it's one of the most yeah. amazing experiences in life, this, this sense of freedom. Uh, to you know, me getting offered the job at VMware, which is a, a dream opportunity from like, I've always wanted to work at VMware, which is a hike for me than looking at, uh, you know, Kat, you and Melissa talked about it at dinner last night, I think, and then and Melissa decided, you know, what is she going to do next? Mm -hmm. And there's this whole thing that, uh, you know, we're, we're just uh, going through. So it's pretty interesting. Mark, we got to wrap up? Yeah, we gotta... I think the interesting point about that is just because you make the right decision doesn't mean it doesn't feel wrong. Right. Sometimes the right decision can still be painful. It can still give sure. you grief. So I think, I think that's the biggest point. And I, I think dealing with away. that, I, I, that's great. I think also dealing with that, like at some point, you know, when we were thinking about, we thought, you know, should we shut down the company? Is it working? And I've had, a, and I, and especially or a few years ago, <laughs> um, I had a lot of fear around that. Like yeah. if I close down the business, I will be a failure. Right. And I had, and that, and that mm. was some unconscious fear. Once I got in touch with that, I was able to deal with it more. So in some ways I admire you guys for closing right. it down or at least, you know, putting it on, I think you'll be back, but uh, yeah, you I know, too. putting uh -huh. it on hold for now. Uh, and dealing with that with that kind of emotional landscape, honestly, without you know, because a lot a lot of times we feel things unconsciously that if you're not willing to talk about them or deal with them, uh, they can really inhibit what you do. Yeah, and I think that lesson applies whether you run a business with your spouse or not. Yeah. Right. Just keeping Absolutely. those lines of communication open and supporting each other are two of the yeah. biggest things that you have to do for the people you love. Yeah. yeah. Well, you better Absolutely. do it if, even if you have a re even if you have a job with right. a salary. Yeah. The same <laughs> still, you still have to do it. All right, so John and Kat, where can people find out more about Tech Reckoning and IMC? Sure, techreckoning.com um, and Tech Reckoning on Twitter, the IM Council on Twitter, the Inf Influence Marketing Council.com on <laughs> Anyway, just Google us. I'm at Jay Troyer on Twitter. And I'm at Daily Cat on Twitter. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks no, for taking conversation. I appreciate it. Awesome time. conversations. These are much better live. These are much, much better live. It's I think fun it's because you can see, see people body. talk. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, and we have the podcast. Oh, and if folks are interested, yeah, we do have the Influence Marketing Podcast, uh, which where we talk to other marketers around advocacy and uh, influencers and stuff like that. So that's findable in all the fine podcast places you listen to podcasts. Yeah, I got I, sometimes I go back and, and listen to some of the original Geek Whispers episodes mm -hmm. when I became a pseudo-marketer. They, they, <laughs> they're, they're actually really good. Yep. Mark? As always, you can find me on Twitter at Cincy Storage or the blogs at virtualstorage.com, LinkedIn, or all those other mediums. I think I have all of them. You can find me. All right, you can find these other... This episode and other episodes of the career focus The Spear at virtualizedgeek.com. Until then, you can talk to me on the Twitters at CTO Advisor. Talk to you next, The Spear. <laughs>